Welcome back to the best comedy podcast in the UK, ran by a couple. Uh, actually, we're going for the worldwide number one spot very, very soon. Probably tomorrow. Tomorrow, maybe yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday's good. Yesterday's fine. Uh, but yeah, welcome back. Flobies, uh episode three. Yeah. This is episode three. Uh, I've just actually remembered, uh, we were, well, we were talking on the way down here. Um, what we completely forgot, because obviously we're recording right now, like in December, just after Christmas. So this was before New Year's, but we forgot that the first episode would have been after New Year's. So we should have spoke about New Year's and New Year's resolutions and all that other stuff on the first episode. Mm. Uh, but it's going to be slightly delayed. You're going to get it on episode three on the second week of Jan. I've already seen the memes going around of that girl walking up the steps. Um, it comes out every year. Which one? And it's like each step is a watch year it is. And she's leaving behind X's guilt. La, you la, know, la. Okay, we're going to go straight into it because... So usually we'd go into your funny DMs, but I just want to talk about it now, okay? It needs to be addressed. I need away. to address this yeah. immediately, okay? So stuff like that, and this this is like I've been seeing on my Instagram already, yeah. All them like new like, me, new me quotes, isn't exactly. It? If you're on Instagram, yeah, and you're posting them stories saying, "Oh, if if you don't support my goals, you can delete my number this year." Yeah. Don't want no negativity around me. I don't want. You are the problem, okay? You are the negative, toxic snake that no one wants in your life because you're saying all this chat, but you actually don't do anything. Because these are the people that post this shit every single fucking year. Yeah, like, no, you're lying oh, to yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna cut off so many people. Big man, you have no friends. That's why you're gonna cut off people. You have no friends. So you've already cut off everyone. Yeah, no, everyone's cut you off. Oh, everyone's cut you off. Yeah, okay. exactly. But the thing is, I see this every single year, and so many people do it. Like this year, I'm gonna do this. This year, I'm gonna. Why are you waiting for New Year? First of all, and second of all, you're not gonna do it. You're talking shit. I actually like the point of why you're waiting for New Year's. Like, I started my New Year's resolution two weeks ago. I mean, I started I, my New Year's resolution like at the beginning of the year, halfway through the year, yeah, same. October. Like, anything that pops in my head, I start it. New Year's resolution. Yeah. Straight away. Exactly. Because it's like, why? Obviously, What does the difference make from the 1st of Jan to the 1st of December? To be, to be fair, like if you, for example, I've never gone to the gym and you decide on Christmas Eve that you're going to take gym seriously... Truly, like, there's no point starting the gym until, like, so, after New Year's. Because you're going to eat like a pig. Like You have to be realistic. Yeah, you have to be realistic. But if you if you decide in October, okay, next year, I'm going to get wham. Or I'm going to lose weight. Or I'm going to put on weight. Or whatever you, the you fuck it is. You can start next week. Just not even next week. You can start today. Just call the gym and join it. Yeah. The gym, or pure gym, they're 24 hours. They have no receptionists. You sign up online, go type in your code and start. Like you can start within an hour. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of excuses. And this happens every single year. Uh, there's a, I actually don't know the statistic, but it was saying most people who make their news resolution by a certain month. Do you it's know what month it is? It's usually by February, I By think. February, I believe. And there's a certain month, but it's very early on. Most of them have already forgotten. And then they're, they're waiting, what, nine months to make their next year's New Year's resolution? More, 10 months, ten 11 months. months. So you, you try for two months and then you're like, okay, I failed. Let me wait 10 months to the next goal setting stage. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me. It, it's just mad. Pe- people, I don't know why people just, they always wait for like this magical time to start things and to do things. And it's just yeah. like, there's no better time than right now. The present, yeah. But just go. Do you know what I mean? Because th- at that point you're, you're setting on like deadlines for no reason for, well, nothing really. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, that, that that's just the thing. And also going back to the stories, like people posting shit on their stories about like cutting people off or I'm going to do this and this. Firstly, you're an attention seeker and you're childish. Like just stop doing that. 
what like posting what their goals are. But I guess you could say they're holding themselves accountable. Like some people, for to example, what? Ten followers. a gym, gym page. You got to start somewhere. Some people are like, I'm going to take gym seriously. So I'm going to make a gym fitness page to hold myself accountable. I get you, but most of them don't follow through. Yeah. Because also you got to think, yes, you got to start somewhere. But you're not being held accountable if you have 10 followers. You have to hold yourself accountable. Uh, yeah, you can't. I guess what you're saying is you can't rely on anyone else. That self-motivation has to come from exactly. within. And until it does, you're just going to keep setting, go- setting goals for no like reason. Like you have a following. We have a following because we're like the best UK podcast, com- comedy couple ran podcast in the whole U- of the UK and going for the worldwide number one spot. Um, you actually like... If we say something or you say something, that we're going to do something. Like, it means... Be- it no, but yeah, I get it. But like, if it's personal, it means less. But if it's something to do with your audience or whatever... No, or it like means whatever. nothing. Like, I literally posted a couple months ago when I got loads of cleaning stuff in my car. This is like a car-related thing, so just one second. I bought loads of cleaning products for my car. And I said, now, if anyone sees my car this dirty again, you can basically hold me accountable because look at all these new supplies I've got. Um, oh, that yeah. was the last time I washed my car oh, yeah. and not one person has held me accountable. I've got no messages about how filthy my car is or no in real life people telling me. So no one's held me accountable and that's in my niche. So I think no one will actually hold your account- yourself accountable. I mean, what's your mom going to say when you come down? Oh, you yeah. look fat. You, you know have to hold is? yourself accountable. I think this is a big message to life, to everyone watching, to us, to everyone. Literally, no one cares. Yeah, that's like, true. No one cares. No one actually cares. Like, if you have a goal, just fucking do it. Like, yeah. Write it down, have it in front of you and work every day towards it. That's it. Just do it and hold yourself accountable because at yeah. the end of the day, you need to trust yourself. 100%. And that's the only thing that actually matters. And stop posting stupid shit on Instagram stories because you look fucking stupid doing it. <laughs> anyway, I finally got... Instagram? Yeah. Should we go through my top DMs of yeah. the week? Top DMs of the week with Laura. Talking of Instagram. Yeah. Whilst okay. Laura's pulling up her DMs... You lot, make sure you remember to subscribe to Patreon if you want a bonus episode every single week. It's only £3.50. It literally costs the same price as a meal deal. Like, if you don't have the Tesco Club card, it's actually cheaper than a meal deal for the whole month. And also, not just the month, you get the backlog of every single episode we've ever done. Yes, currently, as you're watching this, there's only one episode on there, and there's another one coming this Saturday. Um, Actually, no. They would have seen this early. They get early release. Oh no, that's no, the middle tier. If if you're a baller and you want to go for the ten pound <laughs> tier, you you would have seen this episode on, on Tuesday mon- rather Monday. than Wednesday. On Monday, we upload on Wednesday. Monday, we upload on Wednesdays. The early episode, trust me. Right, it now? comes out on Tuesday. Okay, we're not going to argue about this on the podcast. But <laughs> it's on Monday. How? Okay, moving on. Laura's getting really upset because she doesn't want to argue about stuff. But trust me, it, it will, you get early access, you get this episode on Tuesday because we usually upload on Wednesdays and Patreon episodes get uploaded on Saturdays. Uh, and then if you're a true, true, true baller, we have top three, but you can go check that out yourself and have a look. Patreon, subscribe to us. Um, yeah, man. Just give me your money in it. Thanks. Go on, Laura. Okay. You're the filthy animal. Kiss, kiss, kiss. You're the... Fi- that's it. Just that. Plain and you're simple. You're the filthy animal. What is his goal? What is, what's he trying to achieve here? Me? Cool, by calling you a filthy animal? You're, you're, well, I posted a story saying, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. That's the context. So is he cussing you or is he being trying to be like no, sexy, like bestiality? I, I would say flirty. 
Mm. But earlier, I don't know when he sent my last story, but he also said, when's the OnlyFans coming? Kiss Kiss. Okay, yeah. So he he just he, wants yeah. to see the non. Okay. This one goes, absolutely gorgeous. Love your ass. Capital letters. Ets. Ass. Like, assets. But, you know, I love your assets. But oh, ass is capital. Right, 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 yeah, right. Double entendre and that. Yes. That's so dead. Guys, I, I think we spoke about this episode one or two. Compliments don't work. You need to be funny. Like, you need to stand out. And if you're just saying, like, shitty compliments, I guess that was okay. Kind of stands out with a double entendre. But it doesn't really work. I'll be your seat. Huh? I will be your seat. I was sitting on something and he said, I'll be your seat. Man, them are too thirsty. Guys, relax. Have a cup of water or something. Jesus Christ. Only fans. Only fans, please. Only fans. Only fans. Oh, is this all from one person? Yeah, yeah. Just is, it, is, loads, this, loads is it spaced of, out? Yes. Like a couple days? I don't know, but it's definitely spaced out. He's preying on your downfall. Yes. <laughs> now, this is a different one. This is kind of a mean one. Fucking cow, you disgust me. Stop being so pathetic. Wow. Well, you see, this would, this would probably work better, sliding in some of the DMs, because you <laughs> <No>. stand out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're not necessarily gonna respond to that that's crazy that is crazy he's sad he's got he lives a very sad life i know how do you reckon he has a girl definitely not um well his picture's full of guys oh okay so probably just friends but he does have a honda in the picture that says a lot about him <laughs> uh, what was i gonna say i was gonna say you know what he sounds like you know how you get like those videos of feminists that hate every man in the world and just wants to kill every man yeah he sounds like a meninist. A meninist? He's a meninist. Why? He hates every woman and he wants every woman to die. Mm. I mean, I would hate women if I did what I did on TikTok. And what I did was remember that time I done the TikTok cheating prank? Do you remember that? No. So I basically said to go, I posted a video on TikTok and I said that, oh, just DM me on Instagram and I will test your boyfriend for you. Do you remember that? I hated you during this time. No, but I, I could not believe you'd done this trend. And I think a lot of guys would have hated me too. Um, because essentially, yeah, I would, the girls, the girlfriends would message me on Instagram. We're like, hey babe, all this sweet stuff. This is my guy's Instagram. Can you test him for me? Test his loyalty. But I was really nice with it um, on the girl side of things because I literally just copy and pasted what they said to me because um, I didn't want to like actually overstep the mark. And I remember this guy, he video chatted me. Do you remember from Australia? This guy. Oh my God, I was there. Yeah. I he, saw he that. He literally went on video chat with me. Like that's how far. He was going, and um, I actually have some of these messages still in my DMs. I'm not gonna lie, I can't believe that I even defend you when you get any form of hate. <laughs> because like, of that, during that time, you deserved all the hate you got. Like every time you get hate, it's not deserved. But that during that one time, I should have left some hate comments on your shit. I'm just trying to see because I actually have still these messages here, <laughs> but most of the guys I blocked afterwards. I just choked on my spit. Jesus. Who told you that was a good idea, by the way? I don't know. It was I remember really, it was a trend at one point. It was actually crazy because a lot of guys did actually respond. The one yeah, that had guys are so easy to get caught lacking. Like, they definitely. And yeah. I like provided these girls with um, uh, screenshots as well. I thought I just found one then. Um, and some of these people are engaged and married and stuff and had kids. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Some yeah, of these of girlfriends who wanted to test their boyfriends, they were in like. Yeah, but, uh, remember when we spoke? Was it on the page? I think it was on the Patreon episode when we spoke about this. 
But people live horrible lives in relationships. Like they just love living in a shit relationship. So this is the type of shit that ends up happening. Definitely. But I mean, also, you're just bored, so you just want drama, right? Yeah, true. But also sometimes men are just, not sometimes, a lot of the time, men are just dogs. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like, like they see a girl like you popping in their DMs and like their little, their genitalia brain starts taking over and then just, just start going crazy. I actually can't believe I, like, I did this though. Especially like having a following. Like, that was that's so mad. childish. Like, that was mad. so childish. Like some, of, some guys I've literally slid into their DMs here. Hashtag cancel law 2023. No, don't even. <laughs> don't even. I can't even be asked to go through it, but I definitely like, I should have got some up prepared. Otherwise, I'll be crazy. on my phone looking forever. That's crazy. For these things. But anyway, I got a rant again. Why, is it, why am I ranting? Is this the new uh, trend of 2023? Maybe Robert, it's just how you're feeling. Yeah, Robert just ranting. Just getting shit off my chest. What, what do you this need to is, get off your chest right this now? This is a safe place, isn't it? I can just talk to our fans, our supporters, and just. Just get things off. Yeah, What's I feel lighter after these do episodes. Do you have a chest infection? What's on there? Well, there's a lot. There's a lot. Go but anyway, on. so obviously, I'm still working as a delivery driver. That's mad. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. For those that don't know, um, basically, 2021, August, I quit my job. I would say, yeah. 2021, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I quit my job. And up until October, November, November or October? Well, technically June, because I had a wedding videography job after that, but that kind of didn't count. Well, anyway, let me give you the update. So I quit my job to do videography and photography and like production and shit, like full time. Uh, It was working, it was quite up and down. The biggest mistake, and anyone that wants to do a business or like a side hustle, take this as a tip. Um, A lot of the time I'd get one big client and just rely on that one client to pay my bills, essentially. And essentially get consume your time with them and not, not look at not other even options. That. I was just relying on one client. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like some clients I dropped because it wasn't worth it. Um, some clients just didn't have the time to keep doing what they were doing so they didn't need my services and stuff like that. And essentially, I was just relying on like one or two clients. And you're just hopping between. Which was just, it's not good because like at the end of the day, it's a business and they can just leave at any point they want. Yeah. So for example, there's a saying, um, don't ever have more than 10% of your income come from one customer and don't ever have more than 10% of your supply coming from one supplier. That is so smart. Like it's unrealistic in most cases, but like that's a good goal to have. Like if you can have that, at the end of the day, like if you lose one or two clients, it doesn't matter you still you have, have the rest. You still have eighty percent of your income. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I messed up, and it led me to struggle because I got fucked over a couple of times. No, not really fucked over, but like things just worked out how they worked out. So essentially, was it in June or July? I think it was June, end of June, this year. Well, last year now when they're watching this, I got a job as a <coughs> wedding videographer. Yeah. With oh, a, like a wedding videography yeah, agency. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted me to get into this, I can get into it. It's a whole palaver. Essentially, I met like, I thought I met the best mentor of my life who essentially took advantage of me. And I think you should explain it. I th- I think, let me give a summary because it doesn't really fit right now. And if these lot want to talk Maybe about we'll it or I decide to talk it. about it, I'll talk about it one day. Okay. Uh, long story short, I, m- I, th- I met the guy who runs the company. He was going to be my mentor. He took advantage of me. Um, it was taking a piss. I was starting to feel the type of way. Um, 
he was in a fucked up place of his life. And long story short, he didn't pay me for two weeks. And then I said, enough is enough. Go fuck yourself. And then he actually didn't pay you for the work you had already did. Yeah, he didn't pay me for two weeks. And then when I left, he still didn't pay you me. You were like a month down, essentially. So yeah, in income-wise, I was literally a month behind. You were in the month and you weren't good for that month at all. Yeah. And that two, two, that two weeks was going to pay me for that month and the month following. Yeah, it was going to cover you. Yeah, so I was in like two months like shit off. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So imagine like, let's say my expenses were 2K. My expenses are 2K a month, let's say, yeah. Um, that money, I needed it for the, that time and the month following. Yeah. So you can see how much that messed me up. So anyway, I left that. And then eventually I got a job as a delivery driver for Waitrose. Weekly pay. Most um, of the time. Yeah. I just, I just needed something right now and quick. And like, my is it worked out at such a shit time. Because when he done all this, I was literally in the middle of rebranding my website. Yeah. And remaking my website. But because of how busy I was with him, I couldn't finish it. Yeah. So it was never finished. So at that point, it was rather, it was either get a job just to survive the next couple of weeks, couple of months, or um, like try and f- gamble, finish that website and try and get clients. Because the industry I'm in, getting paid, it's not like you do a job and you get paid like that straight away. Yeah, yeah. It takes a time to get, it takes time to get paid because there's like, especially when you provide services to businesses, like it goes through management, accounting, that it's just so long. Like you can get do a job and then get paid like in three months time, essentially. Like a month, two months time. Yeah. yeah. Um, depending what kind of, like how you run it, but when you work with big businesses, most of the time, that's the case. Yeah. So for example, my clients, I have Bangalooson and Aston Martin are two. They take a time, they take time to pay. Um, but that's another story. Anyway, so I'm actually really grateful because my friend works, uh, OJ, He's working at Waitrose at the time. Uh, he still does. And because the way that the agency set up, time of the year, like it was just easy to get a job. Well, Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. Christmas um, employees. Well, this was November, like start of November I started there. So I literally, I called the guy. The next day I had an interview. The day <laughs> yeah. after I had an assessment. And the day after that I started working. And because it was weekly pay, it kind of saved me. Um, so that's kind of the breakdown of my business life. And then 2023... I'm remaking my website. You would have seen some adverts uh, on the first episode about uh, Motionworks. That's my video production company. Um, and you're going to see another one later. Uh, but anyway, that's kind of what I'm aiming to grow this year and go crazy. Again, talking about New Year's resolutions. Uh, we'll, we'll both work on it. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. But anyway, finally that we're caught up. In the two months that I've worked in Waitrose. How's it been? Boy, do I have stories. Really? Boy, do I have stories. And I feel like I'm just going to drop through like gems throughout the couple of episodes that we do. Um, yeah, because there's there's some good shit. Uh, but anyway, this one day really stood out to me. It happened like last week or like two weeks ago. And I just felt the need to really rant about this because this has happened like multiple times when you work in any like customer service job when you're out there in the streets yeah grinding like i am um you meet a lot of characters especially around london yeah one day i was on my way to work so i'm walking from the car park to the depot okay and this um this asian couple come up to me um 
and, and you can tell the tourists. I don't know where they're from. They're somewhere from East Asia. Okay. I'm not sure, like China, Japan, like Taiwan. I don't know. Somewhere there. And they're asking me for directions to some place that I don't know. <laughs> Do you know how they were asking me for directions? Google Translate? No. How? They had a screenshot of Google Maps on their iPhone 12 that had fucking 5G connection. Seriously. Why are you asking me for directions on a screenshot? On a screenshot, which is on your iPhone, which has internet connection. I don't this happened this has happened multiple times. People are showing me their maps and are asking me for directions. How do you think I'm better than Google Maps? That's really weird. I don't get it. Like some people are just so stupid nowadays. And it just hurts my brain. Because technically they're using up their data. So it can't be like they don't have enough data because their data's on. So what's the point of a screenshot? Because it doesn't show you where you are currently. You would have needed data to connect to the Google Maps initially. Yeah. Once you initially connect to it, as long as you don't close it, it will stay up even if you don't have any more service. It will still give you directions. Oh, of course. When your phone's even locked. Exactly. Because it just runs off GPS. Yeah. These people... Did you, what did you do? It was pretty simple. They were walking the opposite direction. I just said, walk that way and go right. <laughs> I am a nice person. And they were saying, you fucking idiot, stop being so stupid. <laughs> like, you know one one of them ones, like, like, when I go take shopping to a client, yeah? Okay. And one pisses me off. I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to, like, next time I go to a client and I do this, I'm going to fucking throw the crate in their face. Oh, my the, God. Bro, they open the door. I'm like, oh, hello. How are you doing? I've got your shop in. Do you know what I mean? Your head's thinking of madness, yeah. but you're, like, too exactly. polite yeah, yeah, to yeah, actually yeah. let it come out. Like, I've got the customer service skills. You get me? Yeah, that's Like, good. I've seen so many, like, there's a guy on TikTok. Uh, I think he's an Amazon driver or, like, one of these delivery services, yeah? And he, he literally, he talks about how pissed off he is and what he's going to do and, like, um... Oh, I had to make a re-delivery or something like that. Watch when this bitch opens the door. I'm going to rock her in the jaw and all this, yeah? And they open the door and he's like, oh, hello, ma'am. How are you doing? Here's your delivery. Sorry, I missed you when I first came. <laughs> some of these delivery this. drivers are really bad. Like, I, because I have CCTV outside my house and this delivery driver said that they delivered my parcel. Um, or it didn't arrive or something happened. I checked my CCTV. He, oh no i know what happened he posted through that i was an inslip right the go collect he but didn't i knock. know my house there's no there's never ever a point where no one's in yeah. so my parcels are always delivered so i knew this was rough i shook my cctv because i knew this was fishy and i saw him literally get out of the van writing the slip and he posted the slip he didn't look in the van to get the parcels nothing and he had to do a re-delivery as well because i called them up <laughs> you know what and that gives a bad rep you know, you know delivery what? drivers. Delivery drivers used to piss me off until I became one. Okay. Now I understand. You understand. Boy, is it not, especially okay around your ends? There's not really much of an excuse. However, in central London, especially like around London, somewhere closer to central, it is so annoying. First of all, bear in mind, like we drive big vans. Of course. So even on your road, there's not much parking usually for a big van like that. There isn't. So it gets really, really annoying. And like sometimes you just get so pissed off, like really pissed off. Like but I it's see, it's not a manual job though. I swear, it's not so physical, physically draining. It's more mentally draining by the sounds of it. Okay. Okay, let, actually let, no. I just thought about going upstairs. Like, let me put it yeah. this way, yeah. When you're delivering in central London and you have four crates full of bottled water, which weighs like eighty kg in total, yeah, 
and you're walking up a mansion that's converted into flats and there's no lift and you have to go to the fifth floor, but so 10 sets of stairs, oh boy, does it get physical. So quick question then, when you like live alone, are you going to order shopping or go to go shopping? Because I would personally go shopping because I feel like when I deliver it, they give me unfresh stuff. I'd rather go pick and pick like the dates on the chicken example I'm getting. It depends because like when you order shopping, you can actually put it on reoccurring order. So, but to be fair, like, I'd like to think that by that, like, when I move out, the way our financial stuff is set up, like, we'll have the money to, like, pay for, like, food prep and stuff. Okay. So, we'll have, like, a food prep service. So, we won't really need much groceries anyway. You just have, like, basics anyway, like, pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, rice. basic shit. Exactly. So, like, whatever is, like, tea or coffee and shit like that, like, you're gonna, you can just nip to the shop on your way home. And get that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so we won't really have much shopping, but like, for example, some people understand. Like, there's old people, for example, yeah, and they live like maybe they have a, st- a couple of stairs or they don't drive. Or, or if you have really young kids, I can imagine t- getting like young kids who maybe that maybe have multiple of them through a store um, would yeah. be draining. Especially, it's like a whole ordeal because most of them was like middle class people in like big houses and stuff that I deliver to, and old people. Like okay. that's, that's most of the people Wait, do I you get tips to. though yeah I get, get good tips sometimes it depends what's the mo- like biggest tip you've got from being a delivery driver a fiver that's five not pound. bad which is not bad though because one, bad. one day I got like 15 pound in tips and that was like my lunch for nearly the whole week really like my snacks because I buy like a Red Bull or two and a bottle of water that's crazy because you're actually what is the thing of tipping you're meant to tip 20% is it 20% that's like, like in America you know in America they they like it's a big expectation to tip. Apparently, if you don't tip, it's actually a sign like, oh, what have I done wrong to my service? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, apparently, like, some waiters will, like, get rude if really? you don't tip. Or if you don't tip enough. Sometimes they'll they be, like, fully like, oh, what the hell? So this is the cultural differences, because if I went to America, which I haven't been yet, but when I do go, I wouldn't have been aware of that. And I would be like, yeah, pay my food and go. Because yeah. in the UK, it's definitely not normal. Bro, in the UK, we ask them to remove service charge yeah, because yeah, we're yeah. so broke. We don't exactly. even want to pay that. Exactly. But um. But I wonder what the actual amount is because we went for dinner recently and we tipped the waiter, waitress. You know what it is? Most people don't take cash anymore. But that's one thing, like, when you have money, you always carry a little bit of cash. To do this tipping. Because, like, sometimes you need to give a tip and sometimes, like, there was this one time when I was with my uh, mentor. Um, <laughs> he was a prick. Uh, but we were, I was helping him build his office, right? And we had a lot of rubbish to get rid of. We were gonna. We jumped in his car to go somewhere, and we saw uh, a rub, a bin man, and um, he stopped him. I was like, "Oh, can I just quickly grab some stuff out of my office and put it in your truck?" Because obviously, it's central London, so there's not like bins and stuff like you can't really get a skip. Okay. So he's like, "Oh, I can't really stop." He go. He looked in his pocket, and he had like twenty or forty pound or something like that in cash. She's like, "What well, if I give you this?" He goes, "Go on, boss, go grab it." Type of thing. You get me? So he just. So with ca- cash, you can do anything, essentially. You can yeah, bend rules. Mo- most, not even bend rules, but like, you just do a lot of stuff. Like, for example, again, the restaurant situation. You're probably going to pay the bill by card, but you can't really tip them by card because that's not going to go oh, to the waiter. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, in some restaurants and some service places, if you tip by card, it actually doesn't get given to that waiter no, or waitress. It goes to the restaurant, goes to the restaurant and then they split it, which some people could argue is good. No, fuck But no. then... Because then everyone gets equal amounts, but I think it's better to tip the person. No, that's not. F- and you if you're giving what? cash, then the person gets it. What What happens is also, I don't think that's a good enough incentive for me to work hard. 
I because said, yeah. if I'm working hard and I'm being really polite and the other person is working and they're being a cunt and not getting any tips and I'm getting all the tips, so you don't why are they getting an equal share and of the tips I'm working. getting? Then I'm going to be like, I'm just going to do fuck all now. Yeah. But then no one gets tips. Do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, I don't know. Restaurant, gre- uh, like that whole, um, what's it called? Uh, what's that industry called? What do you call it? Like people working with people. No, like restaurants and stuff like that. Uh, Food. Nah, not catering. Um, I don't know. That industry. It's really shady. And like, there's like shady owners We went stuff. to Chiquito's once for my birthday and we we're eating dinner and the two workers, the two waitresses were fighting. And by fighting, I mean, these girls were swearing at each other. And um, we had kids as well, like within my family. It was like a big family thing, kids and everything. Fucking hell. You were there. Was I? Yeah. And I can't lie, but I, my first job was Pret. Yeah, Pret Emerge, like a sandwich coffee shop. Yeah. Like there was times where I, I felt like, right, if I didn't need this job, I'll be fighting everyone. Because of how people treat you, just yeah. being like in like work. Like I, I wished my manager wasn't a female because I would have I smashed their teeth inside out. I can't lie, I'm try- all my jobs I've had, I don't think I've been treated ever that badly. Like one of my, my first job was working in River Island, right? And when people used to steal, I used to just let them steal um, because I just don't want to get involved. Like, if you oh, want that wasn't to, the same as me. Yeah, I, I don't want to get involved because, I mean, why would I first of all put my life on the line? And if you're going to do it, why not? Yeah. I exactly. mean, I just don't care that much to stop you. Um, and my second job, uh, la, 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 la. I don't remember the order now. Should we go through our jobs? That'd be actually kind of interesting. Or should we save it for another episode? Okay, let's do it. Let's save it for another episode because we've talked about jobs a lot. I feel like that could be a whole like segment. Going through the jobs we've had. Yeah, yeah Definitely. Because yeah. yeah. there's some interesting things. Because boy, do I have I a whole favorite, roster. I know my favorite job. What, I feel like people are just willing to die for their job. Like they think the job is like the whole life. Yes. Like, like bro, if you don't go in, like some people are so scared to call in sick. Like it's not that deep. I actually used to get nervous still i get nervous you know this delivery job you have i actually get nervous even when you call them to tell them you're not coming in but you text them now oh sometimes i don't even do anything yeah, i just yeah, don't turn you up you just don't turn up at all Mate, i don't care this is the beauty like when you work for yourself and realize how money works and how business works and everything like that and everyone thinks they understand it but once you actually go and do it and make your own money and like make enough to live for a couple months but like off your own back rather than just trading your time for stuff, then you're like, oh shit, I don't need to die for a job. Bro, like money isn't even real. Like this shit is so easy. Some people even physically die for a job, deep that. Yeah. There's people that die on the job. There's, bro, there's people that risk their lives for a job every single day. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy to me. Unless it's your passion. I guarantee you, 99.9% of the people that say their job is their passion are fucking liars. Maybe they're such good liars that even they believe it. They lie to themselves. Yeah. To the point where they actually believe it. Yeah. That's the thing. Most people think they're not lying, but if there was actually to do something where they make their own money, like this is the thing. You'd enjoy it a lot more. If I, I fucking hate catering and like food and all that stuff, like in terms of working and business. If I ran a coffee shop, I don't like doing all that stuff. But if I was running that coffee shop, it was my own shop. I would love it so much more than working there. Why? Because I have freedom. I make my own money. I do what I want. No one tells me what to do. Yeah. I make my own fucking rules. Well, other than the government, but like it depends where you are in the country, I guess. Like if you're in like Dubai, then I guess it's even better <laughs> because there's no one to report to. 
Yeah. Wait, I just realized if you live in Dubai and you have a business, do you even have to do any accounting? Because there's no taxes. Uh, there's no, you don't pay anything. I mean, like, yes, you probably need to know your ins and outs. Not probably. You need to know your ins For and yourself. outs and, like, your cash flow. But in, there must not be in, like, many accountants in Dubai. That's true. Like, you have bookkeepers and stuff, but you wouldn't really have an accountant. And you would think an accountant's a stable job, but not in Dubai. Yeah, or Singapore. Singapore, there's no taxes either? Nope. And um, Malta? Or just a reduced no, Malta, tax? Malta, there's no tax. No tax. No. There was another one, uh, some sort of island. This is like 1%. Nike so, is based so there. So next time your parents try and make you go uni to do like some financial thing, just say like... No, I'm going to live in Dubai, man. Don't need no, to be an accountant. So accountants are not even useful anymore. There's a exactly. bunch of countries that don't even need them. Anyway, should we get into a... Uh, oh, no. We forgot our red flag, green flag. I just thought of that. We don't have our flags. It's okay. Maybe that's going to be a recurring thing. All right. Well, we're going to verbalize it. You lot let us know, actually, if you... Uh, Enjoy the red flag, green... Well... Well, if you want to see the red flags if you and actually the green flags. Yeah, see the flag. Um, and what was I going to say? What else was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. And actually, I want to know your worst experience at a job. <gasps> like, your worst job experience. And then episode five, we'll go through all of our jobs. Uh, I'm literally going to write this down just so we don't forget. Worst job uh, experience. You, you you didn't even say your worst job experience. I'm going to save it. So, yes. Uh, all of our jobs and then we'll talk about our worst job experiences and we'll go through the jobs we've had yeah and we'll we'll go through some of your stuff um that you comment down below definitely um also also before we move on to the scenario uh i completely just froze for a second there um i don't want to be working much anymore so subscribe to patreon anyway (laughs) red flag green flag yeah are you ready i'm really ready for this scenario this one is good What's the title? Go. Um, this is a 26-year-old man. I'm getting married and I'm not inviting my second cousins. That's the title. Okay. It sounds boring. It sounds a little bit boring no, and I'm dull. Just, I was just trying to work out what is second cousins. And first question straight away, is he inviting his first cousins? Wait, is second cousin your the, cousin's cousin? Your cousin's kids. Yes, yes. So is he inviting okay, yeah. their mom and dads, their fir- his first cousins? That's my first question. Is that how? Yeah. Is that a second? Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Anyway, let's go. So the third, your third cousin is their grandkids. Their kids. No. So your cousin's kids, kids. Your third. cousin's grandkids. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be their grand. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Jesus. Okay, cool. Are you ready? I'm so ready. It sounds a bit boring, but I guarantee you it's not. It's it's actually kind of spice. It's juicy. All right, here we go. Um, I'm not inviting my second cousins to my wedding. Uh, hopefully this is a pretty simple one, but I've been struggling with it. Long story short, um, my amazing fiance, um, he's just flexing, uh, and I are getting married next fall. And we are keeping it very small uh, and targeting around 30 people and all immediate family, basically. Since we've gotten engaged, though, my second cousin... And their parents, whose ages I don't know, I don't care about anyone's age, shut up, uh, have made various comments about their excitement for the wedding as such. Um, the problem is, they're not going to be invited. Ooh, and I don't is, know is... if slash how I need to specifically tell them that. For some background, 
I'm not super close to this family, but very friendly uh, at a normal big wedding, they would be definitely invited. I see them maybe every other year at most and we get along great, but I just don't feel the need uh, to add them to our headcount, which we're, we're actively trying to keep low. So how would you go about telling them, if at all? What should I say? Do I need to call or can I text them? <laughs> can I just not tell them and just not send them, uh, uh, not send them the, uh, what? Just not send them save the dates slash invites. This this guy needs to learn to write, man. Um, where where are we where are we gone? This is my second page now. Where did I go? Sorry, uh, I've I've lost myself. What should I do? Da, da, da. Can I just not tell them? Okay, here we go. One thing, one thing I didn't include earlier is that our venue lets us stream the ceremony over Zoom, so I could give them that info <laughs> if it might help. I'm just struggling with figuring out how to do this without upsetting my family, who I care about. So any help on those items would be extremely appreciated. Okay. So, synopsis. He's getting married, but they want to have a really intimate wedding, like 30 people max, like just the immediate family. Like, this doesn't even sound like friends, like maybe like best, best friends. They probably don't have friends, but um, they want to keep it really small. And he's told his second cousin that he only sees like every couple of years in like big family gatherings, like funerals or weddings or whatnot. And they get along good. They find out that he's getting married and they've made a couple comments that they're really excited to go. Oh, but he's not inviting them. Yes. You go first, I go second, but I've got a pretty good point to make here. And I can't lie, like red flag, green flag, the guy gets a red flag. A million percent. In my perspective, he gets a red flag. A hundred percent. Is he going to say green flag? Yeah, I was. So my opinion on this is that it's totally normal to not want to invite your second cousins. And I think a lot of people who want intimate weddings go th- or even want have don't have a lot of money for a wedding and need to reduce costs or reduce guests. You have to go through a sorting phase. And I think some people just don't make the cut. And it's okay to not make the cut. And to be honest, I would not, to his question, I wouldn't tell them that they're not coming. It's too late, darling. What they already mean? know. That's the, No, I don't care if they know. I wouldn't tell them they're not coming. They can't come to something they don't know the date or time of or venue. Okay, here's, the, here's my problem with this. And this is why I gave it a red flag. This guy has not given us enough context. Why? Okay, let me tell you why. When they had this conversation with his second cousins, why did they still think they're coming? You're saying he should have addressed it straight it's too away. Late. You've lied now. You've clearly said they were said, "Oh, I can't wait to go." Da da da. And he was obviously like, "Oh yeah, and now it's going to be so fun." It. It's too, you've lied now. I don't now think it's too late. Now you're a piece of shit when you tell them, "Oh, you're not coming," or if you get married and don't tell them anything. However, the best way to go about it, in my opinion, is just not say anything. You're already fucked. You're already in the mud. It's too late. The best way to keep it sweet is just not to invite them. And if they say anything about it or if they ever bring it up, you just say, look, like we just kept it really, really small. Like it was literally just like my immediate family, her immediate family. And that was it. Like I feel like that sweet relationship he said that they get along good will be tarnished after this. Yeah, Either way now. It's too late. Unless he does invite them. The only time anyone should have ever found out about this would have been after the wedding. If you're a part of the family and you're not getting invited, you should not know about the wedding until the wedding's happened. And that's the true... 
definition of an intimate wedding because those who know, those who are invited are the only ones who know. Exactly. And then no one will get upset because, you know, you, they will understand afterwards. It's not like a mean girl saying like, you know about the sleepover, but you're not invited to the sleepover. It's more like you didn't know the sleepover happened till after. I wouldn't invite you because mom said I can only invite two people. Yeah, but also, like in this situation, if the cousins are really excited to pay, uh, to pay, to pay, <laughs> to go to the wedding, yeah, because they 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 outlined that the fact that they want to keep it small is because of budget concerns and stuff like that. Like they need to keep their uh, wait, speak, Laura. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I just bugged out for a sec. Um, clearly, the budget is the issue here, right? So they want to keep the costs low. So in my opinion, you could now say you could actually save yourself. Say, look, me and my fiance, whatever her name is, we've just looked at the wedding plans and the costs of things. The way we want to do our wedding, we really can't afford to get more people on as it is. Like past our immediate family and our closest friends, I can't afford to get more people on. I know you guys were really excited to come, but we can't afford to get any more people on. I'm happy for you to come, but you just have to pay for your own head. Yeah. I mean, that's actually an interesting topic. So... At, when you're planning a wedding, what pieces is it normal to ask them to pay for? A- okay, let's talk bridesmaids, yeah? Do bridesmaids pay for their own bridesmaids dress or does the bride the bride and groom pay for the bridesmaids dresses? Okay. I mean, it's not the, the friend's problem that you're getting married. Okay, I've been along around a lot of weddings because of years I, I filmed a lot of weddings. I don't exactly know, obviously, in the ins and outs of everyone's financial breakdowns, but it's, in my opinion... None of the guests should pay for anything. Yeah, it's they're your, not getting your, married. But yeah, you want them to be there. You're putting on when you when you're doing a barbecue at your house. Do you have a fucking card machine when they're leaving? Oh, by the way, this is your bill. Or do you expect them to bring food and then if they don't, you're not providing the food? No, if you're hosting, that's down to you. You're a host, yeah. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, it's a it's a family thing, and if you're hosting, you're hosting. And with your groomsmen, would you pay for their suits? Yes, of course. So it's just a get general guests would, would just... Obviously, they wouldn't pay for their food. The food comes... But they, you wouldn't pay for their outfit. It's just main people, main guests, you'd pay for their outfit. Yeah, like bridesmaids and stuff. Bridesmaids, yeah. groomsmen. Like, I'm not going to pay for, like, your distant friend if they're attending the wedding. I'm not going to pay for their fucking outfit. Just put yeah. whatever suit you have and come. And just come, yeah. Yeah, like bridesmaids, groomsmen, all that. But we're like mother of the bride cause, and maid of honor. In our situation... For example, like my mom, I would pay for her outfit. I'd give her a budget, let's say. A budget. Just go get what you want <laughs> on this budget, for example. But like, yeah, in my opinion, the way I see it, it's your wedding. You should be paying for it. But like, if you want extra people and you haven't been able to afford to get your whole family in, because let's say you have a huge family, you know, you have a shit ton of cousins, like, for example, Osama, yeah? And if you can't afford to get more than your immediate family, then you can be like, like, but you still want them to have the opportunity to come. You could say, look, I can't afford to get more people on, but I would love you to come. Like, this is how much it costs per head. If you are if you want to come, come. And I don't think that would tarnish the relationship because it's not like you're saying you're not invited. It's just that I can't do this, but I really want you to come. So if you can, yeah. pay for it. If you're in the position to pay for it, please do. This is the problem. This guy's dug himself a hole because he's not been honest. He's lied. He's lied. He's been lying. He's been lying. He's been essentially going along with it and now realized, oh no, um, how am I going to break the truth to them? And that's not fair. Exactly. This is a whole ego battle. Yeah. It's his ego is too big to tell them, I can't afford to get you guys to come. 
like further than my immediate family who obviously I have to invite. But like, I can't afford you guys to get, come. His ego got in the way of them, him telling them that. And their ego is going to get hurt. So they're going to be upset. Oh, he didn't invite me, this, that. And now what's going to happen is his ego is too big to tell them that. But even if he listens to this advice and then we, and then he actually does that to that person and then they're going to be like the other second cousin or third cousin or whatever other cousin or friend is going to be like, they were there. Why or why, why was I not there? And then it's going to get sticky. It's then it's a whole family, family drama is literally entering in the chat. This is literally, you've, you've fucked it. The fact that they found out, first of all, that was the number one problem. Then, when you wasn't honest, you, yeah, you was problem number it. two. And now number three, sorry guys, uh, the camera died. Anyway, I think back. the only way he can save this whole situation, to put it quite simply, is just go work, go get the money and get them in the wedding. Because now they know about it, you got to follow through on your promises you made, just go find the money and do it. Okay, End but of story. what about the other second cousins? And the other friends that were not invited. No, they don't know yet. So just don't let anyone else know. Of course they know. How did his second cousins find out? He didn't tell them. I think that's just the end of the story. I think he's fucked. Red flag. Like, you wasn't honest. They found out. That's it. Game over. You're, there's going to be... That relationship will forever be stained. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, if someone in my family tells me that they get... I find out they get married and I tell them I can't wait to go. And they, they tell me, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't even get an invite, not even a mention, not even a text, nothing. Just pictures on Instagram. That's all you see. I'm pissed. You're a pagan. You don't rate me. And now there's issues. Well, anyway, that's that. Did you see Andrew Tate got arrested? I did. I also saw my cousin on Facebook share it and put some angry status about, yes, so happy. I was thinking, oh, my God. I think people... Why? Do you know why he got arrested? Uh, it was on human trafficking um, allegations. Ridiculous. But he also got arrested about that in April this year. Is on someone the same just thing. making accusations of him? It was an accusation. Of course. The police came in. He had to go to the police station, get interviewed, da-da-da. But you know what's actually crazy? Right now, there's clips going around. You know how he got cancelled? Yes. He said there's a three-stage part of like people like him. First, you get cancelled. Tick, he's done. He's then they put you in jail for something you didn't do. They, they're trying, and then number three, they kill you. They kill, they're basically trying to silence him. So people th like he, he was, and now everyone else is now speculating like second life is gone now. That's it. That's not next thing is that's it. you get died, uh, you get died off. So, one quick question here people like him. Why do they have a problem with him? Because there's lots of rich people. Is it because he's telling people how to get rich? Is that the problem with him? Because he's telling people the truth about the real world and the truth hurts and people are getting upset. The thing, what well, I think what we've moved into a part of life now where you just can't tell the truth anymore because everyone gets upset. Yeah. And this is a... Remember I told you that thing. Basically, every... The history is broken down in an 80-year block, and that 80-year block is broken down into four 20-year blocks. And we're at the end of our 80-year-old block, which is the crisis. There's so many crises right now. We had COVID. We're going into a financial crisis. Again, there's a, a recession coming. We're, well, we are in a recession right now. Um, real estate is crashing. Crypto is crashing. Stocks are crashing. Car prices are going crazy. Um, I know petrol, gas, electricity, everything is crashing. Everything's going crazy. Wages are going down. Um, unemployment's actually not going down. That's a crazy thing. Um, 
what's actually going on is people can't employ people. Like there's not enough people taking jobs. Yeah. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, and um, yeah, there's a lot happening right now. Um, and we're in a very sensitive part of life where men are not valued anymore. Um, men are made up like there was the whole push like you, you know obviously mental health awareness and stuff like that for men is really important because yes they don't talk but what's attached to that movement has made men very soft and it almost encourages men to be pussies oh wow it's a heavy statement it's heavy hitting but I, I want to try and convey it in the right way so how I see it is as a man you should be able to convey and speak about your emotions and how you feel for example like a lot of people say like oh yeah i don't tell my partner how you how i feel and da, da, da. i will straight up tell you how i feel if i feel shit i'm gonna tell you i feel shit like, i'm not I, I don't care i'll cry in front of you like that stigma like andrew tate says well you should be the alpha and never cry in front of your woman and da, 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 da. like that part of the stuff that andrew tate says i don't agree with like in my opinion you should just be open with your emotions i agree with that however and now this is what I do agree with when Andrew Tate says, um, I think men should be encouraged to be strong. Go to the gym, learn how to fight, get strong, eat healthy, da 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 da. There's so many TikToks, uh, TikTok accounts that promote fat people nowadays. And like that, that's a whole thing of like encouraging people not to be healthy. Like it's just crazy. And like the whole plus size model bullshit and like everyone gets canceled for calling, if you call a woman fat nowadays, you get cancelled for fat shaming or body shaming. Do you see where I'm trying to go with this? It's a techie one because I'm agreeing, but I'm not agreeing with something you're saying. I think I think I'm not getting it across the right way. No, but I think everyone is overly fucking sensitive right now. And essentially, Andrew Tate is the one who's just saying hardcore stuff. And essentially, he's making a lot of enemies through what he's saying. And do you think one of them enemies will silence him by shooting him or something? No, I think the world leaders are trying to silence him. But that's what I mean. Just Not the governments, the people are above the governments. And he knows what's above those governments. Most people like have an idea that that might be the case, but most people don't actually understand that. He knows. For example, um, I think it's the Rothschilds, Rothschilds family, or whatever you call them. You know that richest family in the world? Okay. They own central reserve banks all over the world. There's only three countries in the world left that don't have their banks in their country. Like, these are the people that run the country. Uh, the world, sorry. Wait, is he saying stuff about them? Uh, the last thing I saw is that he said something about Greta and Greta just said something back. If it's you're exposing how money works okay. and you're exposing everything that's happening in, in the world, like, for example, the fact that, let's say, I don't know, there, there was a thing he said... Uh, which I actually searched up, and you can everyone search it up. Every single TV channel, media channel, uh, news, newspapers, magazines, everything is every single one in the world. At the very top, it's owned by three companies. Only three. Who runs them? It's not the fucking government. It's people above the government. You think the government is like elected by us? But no I would way. say so many people in this young generation, like including us, don't have this like go to work, work hard, and make money. Um, like thought process. They have this escape the matrix process, which Andrew Tate doesn't only promote. There's also a lot of books promoting how and learning about this financial thing. So could you argue that then books are not saying the whole truth? Because you don't, or maybe they, they're not 
they're not encouraging it the way Andrew Tate is those on a mass scale. Are, those books are not as famous as Andrew Tate is. So that's the problem. That's that's why, like, if if you read a book, the book I called "Unfuck Yourself," yeah, for example, yeah, and that whole book is summarized by one clip that Andrew Tate said. It's essentially saying, "Stop being a fucking pussy," and like, just go get after life. If you're feeling lazy, get up and go work. That book says something he says in 15 seconds. That whole book is about what Andrew Tate's about, like one part of what he said, okay. talks about. And like, the thing is, because he's so famous, you're never going to be able to please everyone, right? And in my opinion, the people that most, 90% or maybe 80% of people that say they don't like Andrew Tate are the people that have no life goals, like at all. And mm. they will never get past working 10, 15 pound an hour jobs. So and why, if his life's at risk, like, why does he continue? Why does he just, he's got his money. He's got some um, respect from the community, clearly. So why does he not just, you know, live his life? Why is he still pushing this agenda? Knowing that a risk is life. likes and views are addictive. Maybe, or maybe he actually wants to make a change. Maybe he wants to help. The thing is, what people, most people don't know, he's been making content for ages. Yeah. You know, both him and his brother were in reality TV. Yeah, I saw them clips. Do you know what I mean? I like, saw them clips. He's been making content for time. He's just, just now got famous. He's, it's one of them things, work 10 years to become an overnight success. Exactly. So, uh, like, I don't know. It's hard to put it in words. Like, also, he's, an, like, I mean, both of them are not very stand-up guys. They got rich of, like, cam girl websites. And I think that's what they still do. Apart from, well, obviously now he's a hustler's university, the war room, etc. Um, but yeah, he just runs a business. And like, I don't know, most people think he's like some dodgy scamming guy that does all this and that. But like... Sounds better than the Tinder swindler. But I don't that understand... That was actually dodgy scamming guy. But th- what I don't understand is how how is it the case that Andrew Tate has been put in such a negative spotlight for so fucking long... But then you have people like Logan Paul that make that he's he, there's been a thing he made a thing called CryptoZoo, which is some crypto NFT thing that was essentially a scam. There's been countless times of YouTubers doing crypto scams, pump and dump schemes, etc. Balenciaga, child, oh exactly, Balenciaga, child molestation, yeah. rapist circles, etc. Jeffrey Epstein being connected to Donald Trump uh, was Prince William, um, one of the royals being a nonce. All of these crazy things, like incredibly, incredibly crazy things, that's absolutely just nuts. They get talked about for two, three days and then silence. It just almost disappears. But Andrew Tate is talked about constantly and we get put in constant negative lights nonstop. But in my opinion, most of the time, he, yes, he does have some old school views that I don't even agree with anymore when it comes to like women and stuff. But like, even about women, he doesn't really have a bad outlook on that. He just conveys it in a way that pisses people off. But that's the whole point of social media. Exactly. You got to get like a reaction. That's just a social media tactic. But that's just, the game's the game. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? He's just playing the fucking game like everyone else is. clearly playing it good. But do you think he'll actually get killed? What's your honest opinion? I wouldn't be surprised. Like 2023 is a long year. I hope it doesn't happen. I think what he needs to do is hire a good security team and move to Dubai. He would not get killed in Dubai. And the thing is, people support him. Like, the thing is, it's also like a lot of companies support Tay because, like, he's the real shit. Like, he's a serious guy. Do you know what I mean? He says some outlandish things and some broke people get upset with him and some fucking vegans. Do you know what I mean? But that's the, that's the truth. And I don't know. There's a whole thing, like, 
I don't really like where the world is right now, but I just focus on myself and just do my own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand the whole culture of just complaining. Because it won't change anything. Bro, that's Facebook. I swear to God, Facebook. Well, that's the whole point of like hate comments. That's actually something I'm going to do. I'm going to read through and reply to hate comments uh, on one of these podcasts soon. But like everyone even dropping hate comments, it's like, what's the, what do you want to achieve? They're just sad. They have yeah. a terrible life. That's all it is. Like that's fa- Facebook is the breeding grounds for negativity. Yeah. That's where negativity So is t- TikTok from. comments as well. TikTok is just a bunch of children though. Yeah. But Facebook is just a lot of sad adults conveying how sad their life is exactly and just expressing their insecurities exactly you know what i mean but anyway that's that do you want to do some confessions yeah let's do some confessions are you let's ready let's do some confessions whilst one's bringing up some confessions i just want to remind you to sign up to patreon and uh maybe we can escape the matrix yeah to help us escape the matrix and give you some uh tips on escaping the matrix and as then well. we can tell you on the podcast yeah laura are you in a shot you're you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry good. all right cool um okay I, I got super drunk at this pub one night and I ended up going back to my place with this girl I met. I woke up to I woke up the next morning with nothing left in my dorm. Holy shit. She was from South London, guaranteed. <laughs> she was from Brixton or Peckham. Guaranteed. I wonder she took his toothbrush and stuff. He said he, she took everything, so left him with nothing at all. Ma- imagine you go out your uni dorm, yeah? And you just, I don't know, you're going downstairs to have a cigarette or something. And you just see this girl. <laughs> in this tech fleece. <laughs> She's in a fucking tech, tech fleece and heels, clicking, clacking down the hallway. She's carrying a fucking TV. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I wonder if it was worth the bang, though. She, hey, Amanda will die for pussy. Well, clearly, well his whole room is. I mean, he gone. gave up his, yeah, his TV, he Xbox. Def- next time, go to their yard. Next time, to go to the girl's house instead of a girl come back to your house. Learn from this mistake. And take yeah, everything but, from hers. But this is the thing. They'll wait until you fall asleep and then they'll take your phone and wallet, even if you go to a telly even. No, let them fall asleep first and take everything in their room. Okay, you but don't you understand. When a guy... This, the girls know this as well. Like, these girls that do this shit, they know this. If a guy's drunk, like, especially when he's drunk, bro, after the nut, you just want to sleep. So it's a, it's a plan. And bro, sometimes it's impossible to beat that. Like, that's it. Even like, if you know, oh, my... my well, when you're not, it just... My Xbox is going to get stuck. I'm about to get robbed, but this sleep is so needed. And that's it. Game over. Done. Well, that's a good heist plan. Hey, man, the game's a game. I'm not angry that he cheated on me because so did I. The reason I'm angry... Ah. The reason I'm angry is because he's ugly and he still cheated on me. Ah. So it's because how ugly he was and he was still able to get girls. So maybe she's thinking she was ugly. What the fuck? I swear you date people in the same... Wait, why are they together? Why is she with him? They're not they're not no but no what he doesn't know that she cheated or that she knows he cheated she's just she's just not angry about that cheating situation she's just angry that he was able to get girls again we go back to the same topic why are some people in relationships but then how's he got her so maybe she's calling herself uh, invertedly ugly i think this bitch is a bit too big (gasps) for her boots people date ugly guys thinking that they'll be more loyal because they won't be able to get other girls and this sounds like that situation she dated him because he he was ugly you know what's crazy this actually shows how crazily girls are in control of men exactly men have no power when it comes when it comes to beating especially like if me and you had a competition of who would get like get to have sex first like with some random person you'd have someone within half an hour yes or less like you could just send out a couple texts dms and someone will be here well, that's what that's crazy. But it's the case, though. Women, this is how much control women have over these. Man, them, I know it's tough out there, but don't die for pum, man. It's not worth it. 
Last week, I walked in on my roommate's girlfriend who was waiting for him in lingerie. I guess he forgot to tell her he was working a double shift, but best believe I took care of the, of the company, Eddie. Huh? He even named his friend. Man dropped that. Government. Yeah. Wait, I, his brethren's name? Yeah. Oh, but no, you said roommate. No. He, Wait, that's even what? Wait, no, hold on. He walked in on his roommate's girlfriend. So his roommate, his, her, his girlfriend came to visit him. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the wrong guy walked in. Not her boyfriend, but her boyfriend's roommate. And they still beat. Well, he said he took care of the company. She's a slag. But he's a good friend. No, he's, he's they're not friends. They're just roommates. He's a good business roommate. Business is business, love. Exactly. He's, he's looking after the room for her. Business is business, yeah? The girlfriend's a slag. No, the roommate is helpful. How do you wait there in lingerie for someone and some <laughs> other brother walks in and you're like, yeah, come. I'm bored anyway. Come, do me first and I'll just wait for him after anyway. Double shift? I mean, it's going to be eight hours. She done a double shift as well, she probably. Done a, <laughs> she done a double shift too. That's mad. Um, okay. My <laughs> my stepman. Oh god! Oh god! The step is already involved. Fucking hell! Here my stepmom caught me wanking, and trust me, it's nothing like the porn videos. <laughs> my my boy got fucked up. By the sounds of it, he made her walk in. He wanted to see what it was yeah, really it was, like. Yeah, he was probably hoping that it was like Man porn. He put the video on the Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was an accident, stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie! No, this is how it's meant to go. Yeah, this is yeah. how it's meant to go. You meant to do this. <laughs> um, and That's last funny. but not least, okay. My girlfriend's parents are loaded. Two years ago at ours, they bought us things on Amazon and food on Uber Eats. Their card has been saved on my accounts ever since then. I have ordered over three thousand dollars worth of food slash items, and they haven't even noticed. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. I don't. I don't blame him. I'll just do a big one and just dip. Wait, are they are they broken up? It doesn't up? say the context of that. Wait, are they together it still? It doesn't say. Oh, okay, cool. Well, if they broke up, if I was him, I'll just do a madness and just order bare shit well, to they, like a PO box or something and just resell it. They clearly have money because they're not noticing. So I don't think that's the problem. I think the if prob- you if you have enough money to not realize three grand leaving your account, then you might as well get three grand stolen, mate. Like, I'll just go ham. But. The, the messed up thing is, is if they're still dating, imagine he's got to go over to their house, look at them in the eye across the dinner table and think, yeah, that's I fucked. stole your money, but I'm be thinking, let that's me fucked. get the other cards while I'm at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While fucked. I'm in the house. That's that's fucked. If they're still together, that's fucked. Yeah. But. Don't hate the player, hate hey, the game. Don't hate the player, baby. Hate the game. Exactly. Because when you come from the streets, man, the streets are hungry, B. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. That's another business plan. Just find a rich girlfriend. Yeah. Go around the house. Well, long story short, if you don't subscribe to the Patreon, I'm going to start stealing from your parents. And I'm going to... What does that other girl do? I'm going to start sleeping with the guys, getting them drunk, sleeping, yeah. and then steal uh, everything. And then robbing their uh, accommodation. Exactly. The thing is, they will actually not pay for the Patreon now because they'll be hoping that that happens to them. No, if you subscribe you to the Patreon, um, because there's going to be, you'll have priority to send in messages. I'll make sure I can do it to you specifically. Oh, so right, I will know right, you. Because right, right, like, right, my right. message is a bit too busy. I hear But if you subscribe, I like, I'll be able to see you personally. Yeah. Anyway, you know, subscribe to the Patreon. If you really, really want to be on that submission list, then get on the £10 tier as well if you're a bad man. Yeah. Check out the top tier. If you've got deep, deep, deep pockets, hey man, support your guys. Anyway. Take mentality. Uh, Free yeah, the man. guys. Free Andrew Tate, my G. See you soon. Yeah. Free my G. I'm going to put hashtag free top G in my uh, bio on yeah. Instagram until we get some. It will help. 
Yeah, man. Anyway, subscribe to Patreon. Take care. Peace. See you on Saturday.